We started a couple of days ago the halachas of stealing. So I'd like to continue. I want to go through as many halachas as I possibly can. I would love to be able to explain the marmakoimis, the hezbah, the understanding behind it, but it's impossible to do that because I want to just go through so many halachas. And I want to go through the ones that maybe we don't even recognize as being a shaila of stealing. Um, and therefore I'd like to try to get to as much as I possibly can. So we'll start like this. Which means people think that if it's not worth anything, or if it's not worth the Shabbat Puta, so it's not going to din mominus. There's no chalots of a din mominus over there, if you want to speak up little yeshivish. The Maisa sorry, it's not true. Even if a person steals something that is worth less than a Shabbat Puta, Shabbat Puta nowadays is somewhere between 10 and 30 agarot. It's not that much. Okay, you can make a woman. I wouldn't recommend this. But you can make a woman with 10 agarot. Again, don't try this one at home. Not a good idea. By the way, when I was giving Dafyomi Sheh, when I was giving, da- <laughs> when I was giving Dafyomi Sheh on Kiddushin, so we started Dafyomi, we started that base, said, Rabbi Sam, I'm very, very excited. Why am I excited? Because this is the Masechta that we're going to find the Makar for getting down on one knee. Because it's Masechta's Kiddushin. It's got to be here somewhere, right? So as we went through the Masechta, every like 20, 30, blah, I'm like, we didn't find it yet, but Mustafa, we're going to get there. By the last duff, I said, Rabbi Sam, I don't know, we never found it here. We never found the Makara that Zahir to get down on one knee when you propose. And if it's not in the Sechtus Kedushin, and we did it already Ksubas, so then, I don't know, must be, it's in Hollywood. Okay, point taken. Let's move on to Rabbi Sai. So Al-Kabonim, when it talks about the Indian of stealing, even when a person steals something worth less than a Shavah Pruta, Avada Shochanach Paskins Alochana Maisa. Shunnan Tess in Choshemishpot, Shochanach Paskins, that is also to steal something even less than a Shavah Pruta. However, there are certain exceptions. For example, how about, for example, a guy, uh, uh, your roommate has a pack of toothpicks, right, or an earbud, or something like that. Something that he's so not makbid, and you know he's not makbid. If you know he's makbid, Yerach HaShulchan says, got to be very careful. But if he's not makbid, then you know he's not makbid, to take a toothpick, or to take something similar to that, like a match, for example, out of a matchbox, or a spoon, he has a whole pack of spoons next to his bed, or something similar to that, you know he's not makbid, then Avada, then the, the proposed came on Mekel, in such a case. That being said, there is a Midas Hasidus, not even to take that. Even if you know he's not Makbid, unless of course he says to you, please take whatever you want, or whatever it may be, or gives it to you. But if you didn't get that explicit permission, there's a Midas Chasidis. It's Muta, but there's a Midas Chasidis not even to take something in the similarity of that. Now, next, Rabbi Sa, again, like I said, I'm going to try to fly through as much as I can. The Gemara and Baba Kama in a hundred days, the Ezra's Hashem, Kufyud Gimel, we're going to get to it, that talks about stealing from a goy. There is no heta to steal from a goy, and in fact, even more, it could be when you steal from a goy, there could be a surum, of course, of Chil Hashem, which is, look at the Rambam, Hulchas Shuvah, Herit Gimel, Oy it's one of the worst, and therefore a person should distance themselves tremendously from anything that has a shaykhaz towards stealing from a goy, but there is no heta to steal from a goy. It doesn't exist. Let's move on, Rabbi Isai. There's some other examples that could be Nagaya. Cutting in line. What's the din if there's a line in the store, the pizza store, and it's a little bit of a billboard, it's a little bit of a confusion, no one knows exactly what they are, so slip in a bit over there. Or even maybe sometimes if the work even says to me, you can come in. So the Maestro of Eliashu is that could be a shail of avak gazel, because you are stealing, what does that mean? That again, to go into the Indian, I can't, but he talks about the idea of 
that if you're in the place of the of the owner and you're going against his das, that's called stealing, right? Which is why generally the guy that owns the pizza store doesn't want people to start pushing in line because it's going to cause a whole problem. So you're going against his das. It's similar, by the way, for those people that call up Erev Shabbos and they want to go along and they're very much on Shabbos, which is a beautiful thing. When Shabbos Chav Gimel tells us all about it, being careful of Shabbos Nevis is a revolt because Shabbos and Hanukkah, of course. But our component people are when they go to a hotel, say that I light in my room. That could be an issue of stealing. Forget about whether you're Yotza, Bitzah, Bar, Bavera, Hadlok, and Shabbos, I have no idea. But it could be that you're over on stealing because most hotels will not allow you to light a candle for good reasons in your room. And therefore, again, you are not allowed to be over on the das of the Balabayas. It could be an issue of stealing when a person cuts in the line. There's a Meister once, the stipler, the father of Chaim Kenievsky, so the stipler one time was in a line and they saw the Rebbe, saw the stipler, they said, Rebbe, yeah. Please, come to the front. He looked at the guy next to him. He says, they want to turn us into Gazlonim. That's what he said. Partially because of this. You have to be very, very careful when it comes to these sorts of things, not to do all of these things. Again, sometimes it will be modern. Sometimes there'll be a situation where it's okay, especially if they know and the owner and whatever. There can be different But again, Rabbi Sal, like I said, we're running through many of the halachas. When a person works in an institution, in an office, in a place, and he takes things without permission, whether it be a pen, a paper clip, or anything for that matter. People think when I'm working in a place, so I can slip in my bag a few things, and I'll bring it home, it's geschmack. There's no heter for a person to do that. Again, unless the owner of the business has said to you clearly that it's okay, take whatever you want, it's all good, it's fine. If you know that's the case, that's something else. But generally that's not the case, and if you don't know for sure, a person has to be very, very careful to take equipment and anything of supplies from the business that you are working. Kazal. The Gemara in Brachas that Vavama tell us that if a person says Shalom to you, says hello, and you don't respond, that is called stealing. Okay, so again, Rabbi said we started the shift. You remember a couple of days ago, we don't steal. It's not Nagaya. How many times maybe has a person said to us good morning, hello, and we just ignored him, and uh, that's called the Gemara calls that stealing in that case, right? Even more than that, right? The Gemara in Brachas Laman Hey for those of you that are not there yet, the Gemara in Brachas Laman Hey says that if a person is Nenim or Olimazet. If you don't make a bracha on the food that you eat, if you eat something and you don't make a bracha, the Gemara says, It's like you're stealing from Hashem. It's a terrible, terrible thing, or the person has to be careful of that. The Medjushtan Chuma in Parshish Bamidba brings down that if a person says over a Torah and doesn't say it, B'Shem Amroi, right? But I'll call upon him many Marimakomis for this. A person says Torah without the person who says it over, who told it to him, it's called stealing. Gezel Shana. What's Gezel Shana? Does it exist? Even, is there a concept of stealing somebody's sleep? People are very quick to say, Gezel Shana! So Ravazna has a tshuva, Gavaldiga tshuva, and Shevet Alevi Chedek Zayin, where he says, there is no makar for stealing when it comes to stealing somebody's sleep. Because stealing has to be tangible. However, that means, doesn't mean that it's okay, because there's no nice tvarim, there's nezek, there's all terrible things, and a person has to be careful. In fact, I'll tell you a very scary thing. I don't know why I'm saying this, but I'm going to say it anyway. My Rosh Hashiva of Seinberg Zatzal used to say that sometimes in life, later on in life, things happen to him. Soros, pain, difficulties. And he wonders, like, what's the pshat? Why am I going through these terrible times? Why am I going through such Soros? Like, it doesn't make any sense. I, I, there's no reason to that I deserve it, whatever. So Rosh Hashiva Zatzal could be, could be, that when he was a Bochan Yeshiva, he maybe woke somebody up, or maybe he stopped someone from going to sleep, or maybe it was a bad influence on him, whatever it was. And he stopped his steiging. He prevented that boy from steiging, or many, many boys. And because of that, that boy will never become who he could have become. And that's attributed to that boy. 
And that could cause tremendous sorrows in a person's life later on in life. It's a very scary thing. But Rav Shambig said it, so that's why I'm repeating it over. But our Kaponim Gezel Shena is not Gezel al Hilchas Gzela, but it's Isra of Oynas Tavorim, which is a Shalav And of course, Nezek, that a person has to be careful. Using a staircase or an elevator in a room or in a building without permission as a shortcut, right? And here in Etzus Roll, very common, right? Because you've got buildings that start in one one floor, end up in another floor. So if you're like, now how do I get over to the street? Good, I'll take the elevator up to the Knisa and I'll be on the other side of the, of the street. Again, some places don't mind. Most places do because otherwise it uses a lot of electricity, elevators, a lot of electricity. And that is a shiloh of pure outright stealing to take somebody's newspaper you see this again, unfortunately, all the time. Right here, they have the newspapers outside the apartment building. In each one, people hop it out. They spend a few minutes. I see, I, I walk, I walk to Yeshiva. I see a lot of people doing this all the time. Could be they have permission. Could be it's their own mailbox. They don't want to bring it to the house. But I'm going to try to be done in But if a person takes a newspaper that doesn't belong to him and he takes it and reads it, generally, the owner is going to be mapped on that because he doesn't want anyone to read all of his, when he take out his newspapers with his magazines before he's taken it himself. After a chasana, Right, what about this? Ravazna Shevet Alevi Chelik Dalit, Semakuf Samachet discusses the Shaila. A person goes to a Hasana. So his own, own portion that he has, he could take leftover, take it to his wife, take it to kids, that's fine. But to go around and start huffing a few things, Ravazna says, I don't know if there's a heter for that. I know people pay us per portion, so it could be a Shaila that every portion that they take is going to be allotted from the bill. You're taking home, that the owner of the, the Balsimcha wants you to take home stuff that he's going to be charged for because you want your wife and kids. Ah, maybe they were invited, different Shaila. Ravazna said, a lot of different Shailas go into that. But and Apostle giving you some of the uh, the Habaminas. Menashe Klein's at Salam, Mishnah Lachas Chelik Zayin discusses the shayla of taking a photo of someone against his will when he clearly says to you, please do not do this. Now, I'm not discussing our Kabbalah. I'm not going to say, I, I, when I was in yeshiva, there was a, a godl, right, the Chedushe Basa Rebel Tuskis at Sal, who was very, very marked with our Kabbalah that nobody should take pictures of him, because it's Bordana Pikabola, that if there are pictures of you in this world, they're not going to let you into the next world. Right? So look, there were many Gedolim that had such an hogger not to allow pictures of themselves in this world. In fact, I remember um, somebody came to take a picture of him without him knowing about it. He told me after that it actually didn't come out. It, just, it didn't work. It was all blurry. It didn't go. But the Misa, taking a picture, if someone clearly says, please do not do this, and you do it anyway, that could be a shayla tzahavamina in the Mishnah Lochas of a person could be over and stealing. Taking from a yeshiva kitchen, right, without permission, Sheva Talevi brings this in Chene Bob Semakuf Samar Gimel, that if a person walks into a yeshiva kitchen and just takes food, I pay tuition. doesn't work that way. No yeshiva allows a person to walk into the kitchen and just take food whenever they don't know. Hotel allows, even though you pay for the hotel food as well. But Vosna Shevet Levi says it very clearly that it's a Shiloh of stealing. Borrowing something, or should we say better, buying something that is stolen, right? The Gemara and Baba Kama, right? We'll get there in 18 days, in 14 days. Kufiat Chesama base that says clearly that if Lemaisa, a person, buys something that was originally stolen, if you know it was stolen, if you don't know it's another Shiloh, then a person could be over on stealing in that case. Using somebody's property without permission. Person that uses someone's property, go into someone's property without all of these things. Most were shown in the Rashbam, the Rambam, the Rif, and others hold that we're dealing with the Shiloh of Gezel over there. By the way, Gezela applies even if you intend on returning it. I'm just taking it for a few minutes. I'm going to return it in the best way. Exceptions are things that people don't mind. For example, if your roommate has a Nagel Vasa cup, so you know that he's not mad, but it's not going to get ruined, that's okay. Or mitzvahs, the Gemara Subas talks about this also. People want mitzvahs to be done with their properties, and therefore people don't mind generally if you use their svarim. Of course, if you're careful and you don't ruin it, and it's not something that you know hasn't been bound and it's in a bad situation, but generally people are okay 
with the fact that they're doing mitzvahs. But Rabbi said, these are just many, many, many examples of many more examples that we could say of things that a person requires a little bit of sensitivity to realize that the property in this world that belongs to me is mine. And of course, that belongs to somebody else does not belong to me. And a person should be ultra-sensitive. I had a Gehovah one time was staying in an inn and he deposited money with the innkeeper. And at the end of his stay, he started leaving. He went into the horse and cart and the innkeeper owner was like, hey, why is the Chavetz Chaim not coming to collect the money that he deposited with me at the beginning of his stay? So he started to get the Rebbe, you, you didn't take your money. So the Chavetz Chaim said like this, it was a large sum of money. The Chavetz Chaim said, there's a halacha that when you deposit money with someone, you need to do it with Edim. You need to do it with Edim so that there's no machoikas after I forgot that, that, to do that. I didn't have any Edim. Mimela was immediately mafka the money. I said, I'm not going to get involved with shalies of stealing. Maybe it doesn't belong to me. I was mafkut. The guy was running after him, throwing it into the wagon, saying I'm mafkut. The Chovetz Chaim saying I'm mafkut. I got some So why? Because he was choshish. Maybe right. Everyone knows that the Chovetz Chaim would sell his sporim, his mishtaburis, his shmir zaloshin the Chovetz Chaim, and he would check every page to make sure that Chas Tosholim he wasn't stealing from anyone. Because otherwise, he doesn't want to come back into this world. He understood what it means to come back to the world when we steal or we're not sensitive to other people's properties. It's a very, very important thing. The Heidegger of Avram. Kaolin once said Erev Pesach when he was busy emptying the pockets by Bedikas by 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 Shreifas Chometz a minig to empty the pockets and the Rav Avram Kaolin once said and he was crying at the time that he said a person at the same time also has to think empty his pockets from anything that night might not belong to him something that he may have taken or used that didn't belong to him a person has to be ultra careful Rav Shwab once said over that when we get to Shemayim we know one of the first questions we're going to be asked is did we deal did we deal with business right in the straight possible way so most people he says learn it as did you do business in a straight way were you Allah and all these sorts of things. Did you not steal? Avada, that's a very important chilek of emuna. But he says there's another chilek, and there's another meaning to that question. And that is, when a person did business, did he actually do it with emuna, that in everything is coming from the rabbi you should learn. And the Gemara, there's many marmakomists about this, tells us that we have to understand that our panosa comes solely and only from the rabbi Nishlalim. And if we realize, and if we think that the more hishtadlis, and the more work we put in, and the greater chachma we put in, into our work, makes us more money, then we are mamish chas v'sholem, being like a koifah, says Rav Shwab Zatzal, because it means we didn't do business well with Emunah. Emunah means we believe in Ashkoch HaPratis, we believe in the Rabbi Nishlein, Avada we have to ishtadlis, Avada we have to do what we have to do to make money. But more than that, no, to go over this, to people do business deals, and they do all sorts of shticks, and they change dates, and they do zakhim when they find loopholes in the legal system to see how they can get out of things. Rabbi said, be very careful. If the Rabbi Nishlein is giving our panasa, it's irrelevant the maisa, how much ishtadlis, although we have to do it, ultimately everything comes from Hashem. Let's be ultra sensitive and be careful with other people's property to make sure we don't touch and have anything that does not belong to us. And Beis Hashem, the Rabbi should give us siyata deshmaya that through that we'll have all tremendous panasa and a wonderful, happy life. Okay.